everyone. Welcome to a Let Me Know How It Is Extra. I'm Zach Slater. I'm Frank Melman. This is Tommy Smitherings. And I'm Clifton. So today we are reacting to the first clip for the new Animaniacs relaunch, set to debut on Hulu November 20th. This clip was released as part of New York Comic Con. So what did you guys think? It was a shock to me because I didn't expect uh, to even want it. <laughs> it was a shock to me because I forgot they were making it. Uh, yeah, this was announced a while they ago. They announced it like years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a joke. I didn't think of like, you know, I thought it was going to, you know, stop in pre-production. But like, oh, this is exhausting. You know, Right. Like the people write in and request this or like Spielberg says, I have money. I have time to blow. What's that thing I wanted to do? That's a popular franchise. Yeah, it's still something people talk about uh, at times. Um, I, I would like to say that maybe DuckTales had a hand in it, but I think actually the, the announcement that it came back might have predated DuckTales premiere, possibly. Um, but yeah, but, you know, like Clifton said, I mean, this is something that they talked about a while ago and I kind of forgot about it. And then I heard some kind of news spring up again for it again and then i forgot about it and then this came out and now uh i'm excited because like i'm impressed at how how much at least judging from this clip alone like how much it feels like the original right yeah i'm surprised he parodies himself in the way he did spielberg yeah i mean it's um a lot of times when you get sometimes these shows that that come back from from you know, being off the air for, in some cases, decades and stuff like that. I think that that a lot of times it can smell uh, different, you know, they can make changes to it and everything. And I think what's cool is that this one is like really riding an interesting line where like it, it is an updated look, but it looks very close to the original. Right. Um, yeah. There's actually like a really good article on Cartoon Brew that we'll put up on. Let me know how it is dot com that, that talks to the creators about the the look of the show and how they you'll see some um before and afters of like of original backgrounds compared to like the new backgrounds and stuff like that so there's like acme labs on there for the picking the brain stuff and 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 some alternate designs i mean there is a possibility that that this show easily could have looked very different Mm. (laughs) and uh there's some designs that are really inspired by more of like the the disney mickey mouse shorts if you've seen those Yeah. Yeah. But my main interest is, I mean, the animation is great and I'm glad they're able to keep up and maintain it. But my main question is the comedy. Mm-hmm. I mean, 90s comedy at that point, Animaniacs was edgy. I can only imagine comedy as it's seen now through cartoons. How edgy is this going to be? Yeah. Tough to tell. I don't know. Who knows? Based off of this one clip, right? Like, uh, I, I would like to know who wrote this clip. To be perfectly honest, like who wrote this little sketch as part of it. I um I did do some research and it does appear that, you know, surprisingly, there's no originals attached to 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 this outside of voices, right? Like we're getting the original voices back and stuff like that. But as far as like writers and producers and showrunners, nobody's coming back. Hmm. They're probably too expensive to um get back at this point. This is gonna be let me consult my notes really quick. This is going to be the showrunner for this is a guy named uh, Wesley Wild, who uh, he was the creator of a sitcom called Dads with Seth Green and Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> <Okay>. But 
<laughs> he is much more well known because he is a close collab- collaborator with Seth MacFarlane. Ah. So he was he was a producer on Family Guy. He's a producer on the Orville. Uh, he wrote for those shows. He co-wrote Ted and A Million Ways to Die in the West, which he also produced. So hmm. so this is the guy running the show. So that's the type of comedy we're going to get. Well, who knows? I don't know. Like I said, I mean, it like for, from that first clip. That feels like the 90s show to me. Yeah. Like top to bottom. That's like the exact humor. My only complaint was they didn't put um, Pinky in the point brain in it. They just mentioned them. I would love to see a cameo, even a um, a voice or something. Were, were they mentioned when they when they first announced this a couple of years ago, or whenever it was the announcement was made that Pinky and the Brain was coming back too, or just the Animaniacs? No, they they said the Pinky and the Brain were going to be a part of it. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. I guess I heard sure. that. So yeah, yeah. I assume all the bits are going to be part of it. I was more excited about Pinky and the Brain. I've never been a huge. I was never a huge Animaniacs person. I like mm. the Pinky and the Brain stuff that I've seen, but overall, I was you know I was kind of. You know, I get the nod to Spielberg and it's cute and all, but I did. I was kind of underwhelmed by the, pre- the, the 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 preview. Didn't really okay. do a whole lot for me. You're not excited to hear a new version of the Geography song? Not really. <laughs> no, <laughs> not so There's much. Lots of new countries since the nineties. Yeah, they are. got updated. Yeah, they got Czech Republic now instead of Czechoslovakia. <laughs> <laughs> they got to work yeah. that in there. So okay, so this didn't work for you at all. No, I mean, like I said, I think I think when I when I initially saw the imagery of uh, Sam Neill and uh, what's her name, uh, Laura Dern. Laura Dern, thank <laughs> you. When I saw that, I think my response to you was <laughs> was Avatar too soon. Well, I mean, that was <laughs> like we're going back to the. I mean, granted, I understood Jurassic Park still a thing, but to go that far back, I was kind of like, eh, I, I, I guess it's a thing we could do. But it's Spielberg, and I get that, but I've sure. only just. I only just watched this before we started recording. The watch the the the, the teaser, but yeah, I, I don't know. I was kind of like, yeah. And if Animax didn't didn't come back, I'm, I wouldn't be upset if it stayed away. I wouldn't, you know. Uh, either way, I'm kind of like, eh. I'm not really, I'm not really. I, I don't think I'd even watch it to be honest with you. Interesting. Yeah, reaching back for humor is a very Animaniacs thing because there's like Marx mm. Brothers references, like right? Beatles references, like they. Jerry Lewis references. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yep. That's what they're about. So, uh, I mean, going back to Jurassic Park is kind of on brand for it. Okay. Cause I mean, I like, I like, I mean, I get the idea of where it's coming from and I understand the idea of, of, you know, I, I think, but I think more along the lines of, I kind of like the stuff that's come out of it. Like I like Pinky the brain and um, like Freakazoid's out of that too. Right. Not, no, not really. No, just some of the same creators. Okay. Yeah. I had a lot of the same people. Attached, okay. Yeah. That might be what I think it is. Okay. I, you know, that stuff I love, but I'm not a huge, I was never a huge, you know, particular, the, the, them. Paul Rugg, the creator of, of Freakazoid and the, and the voice of him was a staff writer on Animaniacs. And he was also one of them that said that like, no, they haven't asked me to come back for it. And, mm. um, Sherry Stoner's another one that, that was, uh, apparently is not attached to it. Uh, she was a writer, but she's an interesting one, too, because she was the voice of Slappy Squirrel. Okay. Also, so I don't know, like, are they not doing that character? I have I have no idea. I um, going back to the Spielberg stuff, though. I mean, like, I th- I think the setup is elegant, right? Like, I, I, I think that, you know, it is it is the scene from the movie kind of top to bottom with, you know, the the Animaniacs filter put on top of it. Mm hmm. 
But, you know, I think I think there's a practicality reason for it, right? That like it, it is a Spielberg show. Sure. <laughs> so they're referencing a Spielberg movie, which I mean, it's Amblin. So I assume that they have the rights to use like the music and stuff like that, which we heard in the back, which I don't think this gag works if you don't have like the theme in the back to sell it, you know? Mm. <laughs> it might be something similar to DuckTales in which they're bringing in a whole new staff of voices in order to depict the same character. Right. And I think also like, like Frank, like you brought up Avatar. Like, I mean, like, I don't know that there's a scene in Avatar that, that has become iconic like this anymore. No, I'm just saying, from, like you know? I said, my, my thing was more along the lines of it just seemed like it was going back a ways to something that, you know, I mean, I understand we, we have Jurassic Park movies every couple of years or whatever, but I just felt like it was something that was, you know, it seems like it, it if you're trying to get someone from today to go back to the oldest Jurassic Park there is, I was like, eh, okay, I guess. Right. That was, that was my only take was just, well, I, I guess you could do that, but it's not something that, you know. Like I don't, it's deeded right out of the gate. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the first thing you've had after, you know, how long has it been gone? 20 years. 20 years? Yeah, after two decades, the first thing you mm-hmm. do is reference a, a movie that came out <laughs> around the same time. Right. I, it's not, you know, I mean, and the other thing is if, if it's, if it, now, now that you've told me more and it's going to be a situation where it's not even the original creators, why wouldn't you say, okay, we're going to try and get the voice actors and then step forward? Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing that kind of, that, that I find interesting is that like this clip is directed at sort of the original fans right out of the gate right that's what i mean yeah and 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 that i thought like i I feel like that many shows that come back after a hiatus like this typically that wouldn't be their their the thing that they would do i think they would go after the new audience really quickly and Mm -hmm. and it is funny to me that sort of like it it seemed i guess like a priority to like no 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 it's like, like if you're a fan of the show, you're going to like this version too. Like it seems important that the old, the original fans come along. Right. Which especially in animation, like that's, uh, I, I can't think of a lot of shows that really like care about that that much. Right. But to me, it, you know? to me, it's along the lines of like, whenever they try to reboot or redo the Warner brothers cartoons, yeah. I, I don't, I don't expect to see, you know, caricatures of Bing Crosby or, or Peter Laurie. <laughs> like they were in right. the forties, you know, yeah. I mean, that's my thing. It's like, I don't, I don't expect that if you're going to, if you're going to update it, give me, you know, somebody from today, you know, there's, there's a million people that you could, you know, I'm sure would want to be a part of it that I would, that would, that's, you know, that's why when I, when I saw that it was, you know, Jurassic Park, I went, okay, I get it. But at the same time, like you said, it's more of a thing of catering to people that, you know, that have it. I mean, I wouldn't, I mean, I don't know if I could explain to a kid now, I mean, granted, it's not. I guess my thing is I haven't seen any of the 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 more recent ones with uh, with Star Lord. I haven't seen those Jurassic Park movies, right? Because my attitude usually toward Jurassic Park movies is I probably know it's going to happen. Right. <laughs> you know, on opening day, the things are going to go bad. So, I, I mean, no, I, the, you know, the park is going to work perfectly fine this time. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. No, nothing spectacular <laughs> is going to happen. No. Nothing. Yeah. Right. But no, that's but that's my thing is why I I just was kind of again like I said I was kind of underwhelmed. I'm like, well, sure, if this were you know 92, then awesome. You're talking about a movie that's what six years old at that point, or seven years old, maybe or four, five years old. Yeah, but so what? What I argue with here is that I think that scene that they're spoofing has has segued in the pop culture. Where I think even if you don't see the movie, you mm-hmm. get what it is. 
Right. You, you can't, know what I mean? I, mean? Sure. I, know, I think, I'm not, that, I'm not I think that's that the important that's... thing here is that it's it's not it, it's it, to me it's not the same as making a Bing Crosby reference to me. Mm. Like it's not. I think like like I I it, doing some research for this. I sent the clip to a couple of friends of mine that have kids, and I was like, I'm curious what they think, right? Mm-hmm. Because I watched the show as a kid, but right. I want to know what kids today would think, right? And to my surprise, there were, he, he was like. Well, they haven't seen Jurassic Park, but they get it. But they get it's Jurassic Park. Okay, they, like they understand that. Okay, right. And but they, they don't. Have, but did they ask who's the old guy and the blonde woman? No, I just. Okay. I mean, like the the kids. The the one was six, and the other one was uh, was five. Mm-hmm. And they were like, the the thing that got me first of all was they were like, they think it's funny. Okay. And I was okay. like, okay, that's good. Cause yeah, sure. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know, I didn't know that this humor would work on kids, but right. at, at least on the ones that, 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 you know, I talked to, they thought mm. it was funny. <laughs> okay. And, and they seem to get, and like I said, and having, having not like, they've not seen the movie ever, but right. they know what it's referencing. Okay. Oh, well, another thing too, is I think we're speculating on who the audience is. It could be the audiences for us or older. I mean, we're in the time now where we get adult cartoons anyway. So it could mean that mm-hmm. this version of Anime Next may be just more adult. We don't we don't know until it comes out, right? True. Yeah. It could be an older incarnation of it. But to me, I just think it was the last time Spielberg had something really um blockbusterish. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was, I start because I started thinking about that too. Was the idea of well, what are they going to have the, the big effing giant or whatever it was? You know, are they going to talk about that <laughs> within the same, same conversation with the anime? And I was like, well, probably not. You know, and he really has it. What else is what else has been? You know, I'm trying to think what else has been Spielberg that's been like you said, blockbuster. Ready, Ready Player One. I I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, that was not Tommy what else can, is Tommy, out there. Tommy We're going to get West Side more. Story. West Side Story is coming out. Tommy would tell you more about Ready Player One. Yeah, yeah that right. was not his best work. No, that's what I remember that too. Yeah, it's not you didn't care for it. No, not at all. But, Love the book. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I just think it might be for an older crowd, being that's on Hulu. It's not like they shopped at that Cartoon Network. Right. Well, I mean the the also the fact that the now that I know more about the who's running it, probably it's probably going to skew more quote unquote mm-hmm. adult. But I think the thing is though, like the original had adult stuff in it. Air quote adult. What you mean? I mean, I've I've never had a conversation about Animaniacs where the where the phrase, um, where the, the phrase like there was stuff in there that I watched as a kid that completely went over my head and I didn't get until I got older is always said in mm-hmm. every conversation I've ever had for for this show. I'm not exaggerating, okay. right? And and so like to me. It seems likely that that they could just be aiming at that. I may be putting too much stock in the fact that this one scene feels like the original and and you know it's it's once the first episode comes out, we could be getting a, a striking departure in tone and in gags and jokes from what from what we see. That's why I was curious about who wrote this one. Mm. Well, my, right. my again, my thing is the is just the fact of like knowing that it's it's the guy that co-wrote Ted, and you know, a million ways to die in the West, and and worked on you know, uh, the Orville. That those aren't that's not that's not always layered stuff. Like their stuff isn't layered. 
Right. It's, you know, it's over the top in your face and it's just, you know, or it's a gag that goes on way too long. <laughs> right. That's what Family Guy is known for. That's not, right. it's not, it's not subtle. They don't have mm-hmm. layers. There's not depth to it. So when you tell me that, that, you know, the Animaniac stuff is known for that and there's, you know, stuff that you would get as an adult watching it as opposed to a kid. I, I mean, I've seen memes and stuff about Animaniacs where, you know, that kind of thing happens, but I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be down and dump on everybody's parade. It's just sort of, you know, I'm not, I wasn't enthused to begin with. And now that you told me it's from a guy. And again, I say this as someone who enjoys the Orville and it was watched plenty of family guy. I'm still kind of like, oh, well, I don't know how good a fit it's going to be to have this show that was, you know, supposedly, you know, a layered bit of humor for, you know, I mean, like, it, I mean, to me, it reminds me like, again, of the old Warner Brothers stuff that you would have. I mean, there was stuff in that that wasn't always for kids because it wasn't shown sure. it originally it wasn't always shown to kids. No, it wasn't. It wasn't made with kids in mind. Right. Exactly. So that's what I'm saying is one of those things. Where, but I, I just don't think I, if you told me tomorrow that that this guy and Seth MacFarlane were being handled, handled the Warner Brothers characters to do, a, a, you know, a brand new Looney Tunes, I'd be like, eh, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I wouldn't disagree with you on that because you said and Seth MacFarlane. And, and I don't know enough about this guy and what he brings to the table necessarily. I don't know. I don't know how much of the, what we come to know as a Seth MacFarlane show mm-hmm. or property is right, really I, this guy's voice. Right. I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't know that at all. I mean, for, from what I could tell, I've said, I'm saying it too much, but from, from, from this like one minute clip mm-hmm. tonally to me, this right. is very much the show that was 20, 20 years ago. Okay. And so, that that brings up to me, it's making me go like, it's not the original guys, but mm. I don't know that we need the original guys necessarily. Uh, <laughs> anytime, I think, I think when you revive stuff and you don't, don't at least try to bring in the people that were there in the room, it loses something generally. Right. You know, I, I just think, mm-hmm. and again, and again, I'm not saying that the guy is, you know, he's a Seth MacFarlane clone and that everything, but I, I've seen both Ted's. You know, I've seen all the Orville, uh, you know, it's not too far removed from, you know, if I, if you close your eyes and you listen to it, it you, you could say, oh, I could see the guy that wrote Family Guy wrote this too. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my thing. And again, I'm not, you know, it may, it, they may, they may walk the line pretty well and make it edgy, you know, humor. Like Tommy was saying, they may walk up to the edge, but Family Guy doesn't have really, doesn't understand the edge. And a lot of times their stuff goes on too long. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen mm-hmm. here. Right. Okay. Really quick, in a word, are we excited or not excited for it? Go around. Frank, I'll start with you. Whelmed. I'm totally whelmed. Whelmed. Tommy. It's only a minute. I have to see like 10 minutes before I can judge it. But I'll, eh, I agree with uh, Frank. And to me, but it, means, it needs more for me to figure out what's, where is it going to be. So, Okay. Clifton? No, I'm definitely going to check it out once it gets to Hulu, whenever that is. And I'm looking forward to uh, some chicken boo skits. There we go. Good idea. Bad idea. I'm excited (laughs) about it. I wasn't necessarily excited to hear it was going to come back. But now seeing this, I'm in. I'm all in. I'll at least check it out. So. All right. So there we go. So tell us what you guys thought in the comments. Please remember to like us and follow us on social media. And please also don't forget to subscribe. Thanks for listening. And we will see you next time.